You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. Welcome back to the New Day of Hope broadcast. We are so excited that you join us one more time. We would like to emphasize that this program is to empower, to restore hope, and to transform lives through the teaching of the Word of God. So right now will be a good time for you to call your neighbor, call your friends, and let them know that the New Day of Hope broadcast is on and that they too should join us for that Rhema word. So just before we have the word for today, we will listen to a song by Bridget Blucher entitled, Life is Easy When You're Upon the Mountain. Isn't that true? So trust this song will be a blessing to your heart. Amen. Life is easy when you're upon the mountain and you've got peace of mind like you never know but things change when you're down in the Today's word is coming from Ecclesiastes chapter 2 
That's Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verses 18 and 19. He says, Yea, I hated all my labor which I had taken under the sun, because I should leave it unto the man that should be after me. And who knoweth whether he shall be a wise man or a fool? Yet shall he have rule over all my labor wherein I have labored, and wherein I have showed myself wise under the sun. This is also vanity. For a little while I'd like to share with you a message entitled, What to do when life gets confusing? What to do when life gets confusing? Solomon, in all his wisdom and his greatness, experienced some confusing moments in life. In fact, in verse 18, he said he hated all his labor under the sun. He hated his labor because he would one day die and leave it all to another person to rule and to enjoy. And I, I understand how Solomon felt back then. Some people are just waiting for you to pass on and they can claim what you have. So we all experience confusing moments in life, especially these days, man. I mean, it seems to me that everything is confusing. Today you hear one thing about the virus and tomorrow there is another story. You hear one thing about the vaccine, tomorrow is another story. So there are days when it seems like all is well with you and there are other times when it seems like all hell is really breaking loose in your direction. Seemingly, that's the time we are prone to question God. Why is this or why is that? You know, at one time Job in the Bible tried to question God and God asked him, well, Job, you asking me this question, so, but where were you when I created the world? Where were you when I put the stars in space and I put the world in place and the oceans and the light and everything around us? Where were you? So the question is, what do you do when life gets confusing? Today, man, as you Turn on the television as you read the newspaper, you realize even more and more how confusing life really is. So when life gets confusing, there are a number of things that we need to do. Number one, we must embrace the promises of God's word. Embrace the promises of the word of the Lord. The promises are all over in the word of of God. They are all true. In fact, the Bible says that the promises of God, they are yea and they are amen. In Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, it says to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, we must acknowledge God and God will direct our path. Kelso Carter was the one who wrote, Standing on the promises that cannot fail. Glory to God. 
when the howling storms of doubts and fears assail. He says, it's by the living word of God I shall prevail, standing on the promises of God. So when we are sick, we go to the word of God and we claim uh, the scriptures that deals with healing in the name of the Lord. The Bible says he is the God that healeth thee. He said, I am the God that healeth thee. God has the healing power and he's still able to heal all manner of diseases. He's still able to heal all manner of sicknesses. God is able because he is the God who heals my friends. And we are grateful to God today. Because we know when we are sick and we can be well, we can call upon the name of the Lord and he will heal us. Glory to his wonderful, wonderful name. He can heal all manner of sicknesses, all manner of diseases. He can make the leper clean, my friends. He can make the lame to walk again. He can cause the blind to see. In fact, he was the God who brought Lazarus back to life, back from the grave. When our needs are low and our minds begins to wander, we go to the word which will remind us that God has promised to supply all our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So said Philippians 4 and verse 19. God has promised he will never leave us, nor will he forsake us. The psalmist says that he at one time was young, but now he is old. But he says that never have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor have I seen his seed begging for bread. Because God will take care of you. The songwriter puts it well. Be not dismayed. Whatever be tied. God will take care of you. My friends, God is a wonderful God. He's a powerful God. We must embrace the promises of God. Stand on the promises of God. It's one thing to embrace the promise. But it's another thing to stand on the promise. Because it doesn't mean that if you are sick and you go to God right away and you, you are healed immediately. No, it doesn't always happen that way. Now, sometimes it does. But sometimes it's a process of the gradual. It happens as time goes by. But during that time, we still must stand on the promises of God. We still must stand on the promises of the word of God that God will heal us. Our confusing moments are never greater than our God. Let me say that one more time. I said, our confusing moments in this life are never greater than our God. Because God is bigger than all our troubles. God is bigger than all our problems. He can take care of all our situations. Then number two, we must Pursue support relationships with others. Listen, man, no man is an 
Island. We all need somebody to lean on. There are positive thinking people all around us. People who will help you overcome your confusion. You've got to associate yourself with some people who will help you. Not those that's going to bring you down, my friends. So people who will help you overcome your confusion. Don't get in a hurry. Take time to help somebody who is confused today. There are many people who are confused even in this day and age. People are always in a rush. Before the preacher even says amen in church, everyone is rushing to go somewhere and sometimes rushing to go nowhere. We need to be like the believers in the book of Acts chapter 2. The Bible says that they were all in one accord. That's a good thing. That's what our churches really need today. That's what our homes really need today. That's what our communities really need today. For us to all be in one accord. They say that unity is strength. And if you can help somebody as you travel along, then I am here to tell you that your own living will never be in vain. You see, my friends, what you make happen for others, God always make it happen for you. So we have to unite ourselves, get support relationship from others. Don't think you can do all by yourself. No, you can't. You can try, but it's not going to work. We need the help of our loved ones. We need the help of our neighbors. We need the help of our friends as we travel on this journey. Then, my friends, we must look for the joy that can refresh our spirit. We must look for the joy that can refresh our spirits. It is not the joy of wealth, not the joy of power. It is not of fame, and it is not the joy of having a lot of friends on Facebook. No, but it is the joy of the Lord. So the scripture tells us in Nehemiah 8 and verse 10, that the joy of the Lord is our strength. In Psalms 30 and verse 5, it says, For his anger endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night. But guess what, my friends? Joy comes in the morning. Yes, weeping may endure for a night. But joy will find its way to you and to me when the morning comes. To find the joy that can refresh your spirit, you must delight yourselves in the Lord. There is a joy that comes by taking pleasure in God. I say there is a joy that comes by taking pleasure in God. Joshua 1.8 says that this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good 
success. You must look for the joy that can refresh your spirit. We all need that kind of joy. We all need that. Something that can refresh our spirit. Something that can revitalize our minds and our souls and energize us one more time to go on with the Lord, to move forward with God, my friends. So we have to find something that can refresh our spirit. And I know for sure that the Word of God can refresh your spirit. That's why we encourage you to study the Word. The Bible says we must study to show ourselves approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. We have to refresh our spirits through the studying of the word of the Lord, the reading of the word. Refresh our spirits by having a closer walk with God. Refresh our spirits by spending time alone with God. The songwriter says, take time to be holy, even as the world is rushing on. Take time to be holy while the world seemingly is upside down. Take time to be holy while everyone is running here and running there and going nowhere. So the word of the Lord will help us. He says you must, this book of the law will not depart out of your mouth. You have to meditate on that word day and night. If you meditate on that word, you will observe to do according to all that is written in that word. And then that will make your way prosperous and you will have good success in life, my friends. The word of God has a lot to do with our success, my friends. Then number four, we must remove unnecessary confusion from our own lives. Remove unnecessary confusion from your life. Some of the confusion we are faced with in life really has nothing to do with us being wrong or being right. Let me say that one more time. I said some of the confusion that we are faced with in life really has nothing to do with us being wrong or with us being right. However, sometimes we create our own confusion. In the book of James, chapter 4, verses 1 to 3, it emphasizes that the strife that is so common among the readers are stemming from their unsatisfied, selfish desires. We should be wrestling with God in prayer, but we spend our own time Striving with one another. Confusion everywhere. James said, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even of your lust, that war in your members? So we must remove this unnecessary confusion from our lives. The fact is, we get this type of confusion in our lives. We should get it out also. The writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews 12, 1, And we must lay aside every weight, and the sin which doth so easily beset us. We must put away this type of stuff from our lives. 
Sometimes that unnecessary confusion can be a good friend, can be even be a family member. Sometimes it could be a church member that causes us to create into our own selves unnecessary confusion. So we are challenged to remove that from our lives so we are better able to serve our God. Number five, we must discover how Jesus identifies with your struggles. He identifies with our struggles. One songwriter says, watch this, Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide until the day is done. There is not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. He knows our pains. He knows our cares. So when you need a friend to help you, I know one. I know one who can help you. Jesus is the one. That's why the psalmist was able to say in Psalm 121 that I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. He said my help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. We must discover how Jesus identifies with our struggles. He is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He has promised that he will be our counselor. He has promised that he will be our prince of peace, our everlasting father. He has promised to be our hope and our shield and our buckler. When confusion presses your soul and when waves of trouble roll, and my friends, when you need a friend to help you, I know one. Jesus is the one. So I challenge you today to stay with Jesus and he will guide you unto victory. I challenge you today to stay with the Lord. There is hope in God. He is the God of hope, my friends. So if you stay with him, when life gets confusing, he will lead you and he will guide you along life's narrow way. Discover how Jesus identifies with your struggles. He knows what you are going through. He knows all your pains. He knows all your cares. He knows all your worries. He knows all your struggles. Whatever it is, he knows all about it. But if you identify with him, he will be able to help you carry on. He will be able to help you through the strains of your struggles. So my friends, when life gets confusing, stay with Jesus. Stay with Jesus. Praise be to God. When life gets confusing, what do you do? Think about it. Do you run to the throne or do you run to the phone? Do you run to your knees or do you run to your friends? The only place you can go when life gets confusing is to call upon the name of Jesus. No one else can help you 
And as the preacher said, you must stay with Jesus. Amen. Amen. You know, my friends, we have promised ourselves that we will never bring our program to a close without again inviting you to trust in Jesus. That is all. We have promised that we will always challenge you to make Jesus the Lord of your life. You know what, man? Salvation is not of man. Salvation is not of religion. Salvation is of the Lord. Today, you can let Jesus come into your heart and into your life. He will save you. He will transform you. And you will be a different person. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Father, we thank you and we praise you for your word. Today again, we pray that you will speak to hearts, the hearts of those who do not know you. You would challenge them and the Spirit of God would convict them, right? That they would turn and cry out to you, what must I do to be saved? Have your way today, we pray in Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. And if you were challenged by today's word, we encourage you to reach out to us at newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com. Once again, that's newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on Facebook. You can also text us at 404-964-2242. So until then, Shalom to all of you. God.